Welcome once again to the Ernest Gikuma Show, where we explore life success principles using some of the best-selling personal development uh, books and programs around the world. I'm so grateful that you chose to spare some time and join me today in this conversation. Now, uh, it's a new year. We're in 2021. Yes, let's look back in forgiveness and let's look forward in hope. Um, uh, this, I started the year. I've started the year with a series that I've called uh, "The Science and the Art of Goal Setting and Goal Achieving." The Science and Art of Goal Setting and Goal Achieving, because I believe, uh, well, traditionally most of us set goals at the beginning of the year. And last week we went into having a look at some of that stuff. But before we get into today's stuff, I, I have a quote of the day. As you know, uh, I normally look for inspirational quotes. And I hope that this will get us started, right? And today's message is quite powerful, actually. Uh, simple yet powerful. But I, uh, So I would recommend you have a notebook uh, or at least, you know, have something that you can take some notes. And by the way, if you have missed any of the previous uh, recordings or shows, you can check me out on Podbean, uh, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and other social media platforms. Uh, including my website, which is ErnestGikuma.com, where you'll find some blog posts and so on. But anyway, today's quote is from uh, Orison Murden, who is the founder of the Success Magazine. Success Magazine is obviously published, it's sent out around the world, but it's, it was started off in the United States. And he said, there is no medicine like hope, no incentive so great and no tonic so powerful as expectation of something tomorrow. There is no medicine like hope, no incentive so great, and no tonic so powerful as, as expectation of something tomorrow. And I guess that's what goals are for, right? This whole series, uh, the focus is to kind of help you forget yesterday, forget 2020, let us think of today and what's going to happen tomorrow. And for that to happen, that means we need to start changing things. I am big on personal development, especially time-tested and proven psychological um, um, uh, tools and uh, things that you can implement based on real, true science uh, that can help you achieve or get, get your life better. So last week, we did talk about uh, goals. We defined what goals are, and we say that a goal is a mental image uh, of a future possibility that influences present attitudes and behavior, right? A goal is a mental image of a future possibility that influences the present attitude or behaviors. We also looked at the types of goals. Primarily, you have two types of goals. One is which that is uh, that is approach focused which means it's moving you towards a positive result or towards a result and the other one is avoidance focused it's moving you away from a negative consequence or a negative result so you always want to set your goals that they are pulling you somewhere rather than retracting okay you want to set goals that are pulling you somewhere we also talked about the purpose i discussed the purpose of a goal what is the purpose of goals anyway is it just so you can have a new car a better car a better bottom or a better face not really to develop the the real true purpose of a goal is that you can develop a higher awareness a higher conscious awareness of who you are or who in whose image you are made in. The more you expand your awareness, the bigger and bolder goals you'll be able to set and achieve. Consider Elon Musk, for example. 
Think about it. This guy came from, yes, his dad was an engineer. Yes, he was encouraged in engineering when he was young. He was bullied in school. Well, the story goes on and on and on. Who doesn't have a past, right? But somehow, he visualizes and he thinks about, he thought about big world problems. Huge world problems. Um, fossil fuels. And decided he is going to at least do something and contribute. And the power is not what he has done. The power is not what in what he has done. The power is in the ability for him to believe and conceive that he has what it takes within him. Regardless of what he actually sees in the physical realm. Tesla has come as a company. Has come so close to bankruptcy or being shut so many times. But yet he had a resolute within himself. That no matter what, he would rather die trying than give up because he's run out of money. SpaceX the same. How on earth does someone decide to change, well, almost like change physics? You know, landing rockets or something we'd see on sci-fi movies. Guess what? It has actually been put together by a human. So then the question is, what are you visualizing and how powerful is your goal? Do you have a vision that is pulling you towards now, sometimes our environment can be staged in such a way that it actually encourages us to run. For example, COVID. COVID-19, 2020, was a year where we all shrunk. Okay, we were, we, were, we were moving away from the virus. But that motivated uh, scientists and researchers to say, actually, we can conquer this thing. Let us find a way. Let us, be, let us be set a goal that, you know, in, in the shortest time possible, we can actually create a vaccine. And guess what? Um, good, bad, or indifferent, uh, scientists have managed to pull together resources, intellectual resources, historical resources, and some of the things, to be honest with you, that has to be guesswork to a certain extent. That's where modeling comes from. You hear these scientists talking about models. So they're trying to be pulled towards a goal. Okay? So now, you, we also said that you are, uh, you are a soul. You, you are a spirit. You are made in the image and the likeness of God, which means you're an offspring of a deathless soul. The spirit works from the inside uh, out through actions. The spirit works from the inside out through action and from the outside in through attraction. From the inside out through action and from the outside in through attraction which means the more you can hold on to the vision and the image of your of that which you want to do and start moving towards it the the universe or the universal laws are created in such a way that it responds by providing the necessary equipment for you to achieve your goal believe in your mind move towards the thing through action and automatically you shall receive that which you're looking for but only if only if you're moving towards the greater awareness of who you are you cannot afford to quit so this year we're going to talk about uh, so since last week that's what we covered about uh, about the, the purpose of a goal we defined a goal and we also said that we are spiritual beings. So what then we need to do is to move into today's uh, message where we will explore the attitudes necessary to be able to hold on to that vision in a way that allows you to become someone of substance. In order for this year to be better, 
We need to transform. We need to be transformed from the inside out. We need a different attitude. What is attitude? What is attitude? Is just is it just having a negative feeling or expressing a specific way of being? Um, let's look at the definition. An attitude is a composite or something that is made of different parts. It's a composite of your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, uh, your feelings, struck emotions, and actions towards a particular task, object, person, thing, or event. So if, if I could throw that, well, let's, let's have a throwback into 2020. What was our attitude at the beginning of the year when we heard of the COVID vaccine? Uh, sorry, the, the, the COVID virus. Our attitude that, or was that of fear and panic and pandemic. We, or, you know, many people just got confused. All right. But towards the end of the year, the attitude has ch- had changed because all of a sudden uh, more conspiracy theories started coming up. There was a hope of a vaccine. There was so much, you know, the attitude was being transformed because our thoughts and feelings were changing and therefore we were expressing different actions. So if we're going to do things differently this year, then we must seek understanding of who we are and how we operate. Who are you and how do you operate? Who do you say you are? Right. Um, And have you realized how easily, especially in today's world, how easy it is for people to get offended? Why? Again, we have taken on the attitude of offense because of, again, the way we are thinking, the way we are feeling and effectively the way we, uh, we, we act. If we cannot stand constructive criticism, how are we supposed to get better? If, children, if you cannot correct your children in love, how on earth are they supposed to get better, right? Now, there's a proverb uh, in the book, uh, in, in the Bible, uh, a proverb by King Solomon. Proverbs 29, uh, verse 1, he says, He who is stubborn, rebellious, or obstinate, or, hind- or hardens his neck, okay, he who is stubborn or rebellious or obstinate and refuses instructions after being often reproved or corrected or criticized will suddenly be broken beyond repair. So it is, it's therefore important for us to, uh, to maintain a flexible attitude or a flexible way of being to a certain extent. Having an open mind, having an open heart and especially towards good positive criticism and correction. Now, let me ask you this question. You don't have to answer it, but most likely you know the answer. Do you have areas that you would need help to improve or change? All of us do. I personally know for sure I can't. I don't know it all, but I try to share the little I have. If you think you don't, let me remind you something. Can you remember that time that you went blaming someone and it was the other person's fault? Maybe that's an area you ought to start looking into. To better understand the uh, attitude properly or this composite of our thoughts, uh, feelings and behavior, it is wise that that we examine the three parts responsible uh, to that which we call attitude. And that's our thought processes through our conscious mind. Uh, As you listen to this, you're actually listening consciously, but you may be doing something else unconsciously. That's where our feelings come from. Feelings, which is the second part, handled by the unconscious mind. Right, And then the third part is the action which is expressed through the body. That is what people observe or see. 
So then we're going to go into three these three parts today. And it's just an introduction. Now, I don't know everything, but I can tell you this. Based on my study and, and uh, uh, the application of these things, I have seen major changes in my personal life, in my relationship, and in fact, even in my finance. So while it is simple to grasp the definition of attitude, we can see that it, there is so much more. It is so much more complicated uh, than the actions or the, uh, the results that we get. Right. So to change one's attitude, we must go in a little bit more depth in examining our thoughts, feelings and action. John Maxwell said the greatest day in your life and mine is when we take total responsibilities of our attitudes. Okay, when you take total responsibility of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions, that is the greatest day of life. Why? That is the day that we truly begin to grow up. As long as you're blaming someone for your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions, you're still a child. I hope you're finding this information somewhat challenging as well as encouraging at the same time. The whole point here is that we shouldn't just start this year like we did last year and the previous years. And, and expect to see different changes. If we are going to change any results, we have to start by uh, doing things differently. All right? The thoughts we choose eventually determine the results that we get. The thoughts we choose eventually determines the results we get. All right? Now, one of the easiest ways to think about that is if you think of of craving. I was talking to a very good friend of mine who said, you know what, somehow I have this rebellious thing in me that if I'm told not to do something, that thing does not leave my mind. I eventually have to do it because then the predominant thought is driving you towards that space. And maybe the spirit behind that is rebellion uh, because you've been told not to do and then you have to prove that you can, but you're not then in control. So the pains and pleasures we experience in life are a result of the thoughts we choose consciously or those we accept uh, from the outside trusted world unconsciously without analyzing them okay if you want to ex- if you're experiencing pains or pleasures it is because you have chosen consciously or have chosen to dwell on certain thought processes and patterns unconsciously over long periods of time right so the conscious mind the conscious mind this is the part that deals with our thoughts now thoughts remember thoughts are like wind you do not get them from yourself they are floating you can generate them because you can choose to think of a specific thing but thoughts are like being in a river so there's always a stream of thoughts floating around the ether now your brain is a switching mechanism a switching station it will capture things, all right? Uh, so the thought part of you then, or the conscious mind, is the part of you that thinks and reasons. This is the place where you deliberate to do or not to do. This is the place where you have, uh, your free will lies. It is through that that you choose to do something or to choose not to do something, okay? Again, the conscious mind or your conscious thought process is the part that accepts or rejects ideas okay for example you could choose to say you know what i don't like what ernest is talking about here and i'm just going to you know switch him off right that you have chosen because you've deliberated in your conscious mind okay um 
the, again, the conscious mind is where you choose to lust after the flesh. If we're to talk about biblical uh, language here, uh, to lust after the flesh or walk after the spirit. Okay, this is where you lust after things. You see, you know you are married, but you look at another woman and you desire her because you're now playing with ideas or images. Or you look at someone else's car and you wish they were dead so you can have it. Whatever, that is lasting after the flesh or the things that will pull you down towards dark darkness and, and doom. And it's the same place where you choose to restrain yourself. Again, this is where your self-will lies. You restrain yourself from a certain thought pattern and you create a better image. You start thinking of that which is good, those things that will direct you towards God. Okay, This is the part of life that the battle really is. It is in the conscious mind. The battle is in the conscious mind. For example, if, if you're feeling like you're restrained by the COVID restrictions... All of it is happening in your conscious mind. Now, through last year's training or programming, we may find ourselves thinking very, very uh, on a a downside. Now, if we can go into the Bible a bit, in the book of 2 Corinthians 3 to 6, Apostle Paul said, For though we walk in the flesh, in the physical realm, we do not war according to the physical realm. Okay. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical or carnal, but mighty in God. Okay, mighty in God, pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God or that which is good, bringing every thought into captivity of the obedience of Christ or that one true spirit of God or good. So you can see here that Apostle Paul is saying that the, our weapons are not physical. They are intangible, as in they are thought, they are etherical in nature, they are spiritual in nature. So the flesh or the carnal here is refers to a way of thinking that only focuses on indulging the sense or the self. Uh, that which leads for you to be selfish. Okay, So James Allen... I love James Allen's writings. Uh, he was a Victorian guy here in the, from the UK. He said, you are today where your thoughts have brought you. You will be tomorrow where your thoughts take you. And I hope that 2021, by December, we should be in a very different place. Thoughts, uh, they are controlled by the conscious mind. Feelings are controlled by the unconscious mind. And actions are controlled by, by our physical body, the things that we do. So then let's then discuss and talk about uh, the subconscious mind. We've just looked at the, uh, the conscious mind earlier. Let's look at the subconscious mind. What is it? What is the subconscious mind or the unconscious mind? Now, this is where miracles happen, literally. This is the part that is least understood even by the most erudite scientists of human behavior and psychology. This is the part that connects us with the rest of creation and the creator himself. Uh, It's in every single part of your body. Right, including, okay, including even in your microbiome, the bacteria that is found in your gut. Okay. Now, the interesting thing about the subconscious mind, it cannot reject an idea. It cannot reject any idea. It expresses it. And the best way to explain it is, think of a little child, a little baby, 
they repeat the things they do, do you think they know what they're doing? That is an open unconscious mind. The baby is unconscious when they are young. They, they cannot reason. So they do what they, what they see others do. Okay. Your unconscious mind operates in an orderly manner by universal law. Okay, that was goes in is what comes out. So if you think, if you have, especially for parents, if you see your child very rowdy and aggressive, you probably want to be able to realize that you have a major responsibility to play on that one. Okay, this, the unconscious mind is the godlike part of us, which is interesting. Is the godlike part of us. Now remember, uh, the godlike part means it's uh, it, it is invisible. It's almost invincible. It's almost you 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 can't force it to a certain extent. You can influence to a certain extent as well. The unconscious mind knows no limits apart from those that you choose. Do you know you can speak a hundred languages fluently, but it's gonna require some uh, unconscious unco- uh, programming into your unconscious mind. Your unconscious mind cannot tell the difference between good and evil. That's why if you hear your children swearing right, left, and center and disrespectful, guess what? Someone put a seed in them. The unconscious mind uh, processes information through images. Okay? Now remember, words are, are phonics or sounds that trigger a certain image in your mind, in your unconscious mind. And then that is the feedback that you feel about the image, uh, or rather what you feel is feedback mechanism. Um, Okay. So, the unconscious mind communicates through feelings, and especially the gut feelings. For Especially most women are very sensitive um, in the the intuition, right? We're going to be looking at, uh, at faculties later on. It turns the automatic body functions. It is the one that runs the automatic body functions. It never rests. Okay, it's pre-programmed to save and preserve life, including suppressing negative emotions if they will be threatening to life. Okay, it cannot process negative commands. That's a very powerful one. The unconscious mind cannot process negative commands because it does not know the difference between positive and negative. It just does what it's told to do. This is what I mean. It does not process negative commands. If I tell you do not, okay, the unconscious, your conscious mind picks the do not, but the unconscious mind picks the next, next instruction. So if I tell you do not stand up, the unconscious mind only thinks of standing up. It is your conscious mind that will then implement the command of do not. All right. It cannot process negative commands. It influences uh, and shapes your reality. It influences and shapes your reality based on the images that it's running. Uh, it is the, uh, the one referred to by the, mo- uh, by the movies, uh, especially like Aladdin, the genie. Your unconscious mind is the genie. It is the one that gives to you the things that you desire. And if you want to change the things that you desire, you've got to change the programs that are running. Thoughts, the thoughts you impress upon it over and over, consciously or unconsciously, becomes fixed in, the par- in this part of your fa- personality. Okay, The thoughts that you impress upon it over and over again, especially the more emotional they are, they become fixed. The fixed ideas you continue to express through habitual actions until they are changed, okay? Now, the fixed ideas will continue to express, 
to be to express themselves or to be expressed through habitual actions until they are changed for example if you're an impulsive swearer you will have to continuously implement or, or, or put in a new idea in your subconscious mind until that old habit dies this is the part king solomon referred to when he said in proverbs 23 verse 7 as a man thinketh in his heart so is he as a man thinketh in his heart so is he and the third part of, uh, of of our makeup that makes up the attitude which is the body now this is the visible part this is the physical part that interacts with the uh, with the environment all right this is the part that you call my body okay uh, this is the part of us that moves into action and remember it's moved into action either through our conscious decision or an unconscious decision all right uh, it is a conglomerate of billions of living cells and all of them are controlled by the conscious and the subconscious mind i mean you are a host of cells okay you're a community as an individual this part of us is the one sometimes we are we get stuck into we when someone gets depressed it's because of the feedback that is coming from the external environment through the body and it affects the way we think and eventually the way we feel so then it's important if you want to change the way you act you have to go into the way you're feeling and if you want to change the way you're feeling you've got to engage with different thought patterns this is the place where real true change begins so to create a better attitude then we must be ready to engage the whole person thoughts feelings and the physical body or the body the feelings and the thought processes um james allen the, uh, the author of as a man thinketh says he thinks in secret and it comes to pass environment is but a looking glass which tells me that the things that i'm experiencing and engaging with have come from within me or i have had a part to do whether consciously or unconsciously for example let's talk about one of the most challenging things at the beginning of the year which is weight loss okay because normally during the end of the year it's christmas it's holiday we eat a lot me too now why is it then so difficult to get rid of that weight because we don't realize it didn't the weight we gained did not happen in december it happened throughout the previous year and the previous years so you can't just wake up one day and decide you're going to be you know five stones lighter it's going to take a much greater image a much bigger effort for you to get there so as we change our attitude towards ourselves if you, you as you start to change your attitude towards yourself and towards others your results will automatically improve and this is the reason why i thought rather than us saying you know let's go set goals and let's achieve them why don't we get deeper into understanding our psychology so we can be able to change things in an easier way it's time for us to break the chains that have held us for so long but chains are not broken without knowledge in fact uh, the bible says my people suffer for lack of knowledge Okay in fact Jesus said when the holy spirit comes he will teach you of me so we suffer because we do not know ignorance is the mother of all suffering ignorance is the mother of all suffering because if we knew if we knew 5 years ago that covid is coming we would have invested enough time to prepare for a vaccine and 2020 would not have been locked down 
However, here we are, then we, it's important for us to start going deep into the things that we need to understand. So let us summarize today then. What have we looked at? We have looked at what is attitude and that is a composite or a combination of thoughts, feelings and actions. How is it formed? It is formed through the three parts of your body, the mind, the conscious mind and the unconscious mind and obviously your physical body. And how can you change your attitude by choosing different images to engage with, creating a new narrative uh, and having a passion towards moving towards it? Because if I decide, if I choose an image of uh, maybe getting a new, uh, a new job by the end of, uh, of the next 90 days or six months, then that means I may need to generate new skills. And as long as I feel strongly that that job is going to really help me, then I can be able to change the things that I need to change. And effectively, my attitude will be that of uh, progression. So, and this brings me to the end of today's session. Next week, we'll go into a little bit more of the, uh, the, the conscious and the unconscious mind. We're going to unpack it and bring out some key nuggets that we're going to use. And I hope you've enjoyed today's program. Um, and I look forward to hearing from you and see and, uh, and, and listening to some of your comments. And effectively, you having a transformed 2021. Thank you so much for checking out my channel. I urge you to subscribe and also click the notification button to be informed when I upload new content. All the best. And please remember to share, like it and comment. Thank you.